0: Hi guys and hi Dylan, welcome to the fourth episode of Dreamers and Doers, where I interview people who, at least according to me, will shape the happy, healthy, peaceful world of tomorrow. So thanks for being here, Dylan.
1: Thank you, pleasure.
0: Um, So Dylan is an Ayurvedic practitioner, and well, I'll let you define what Ayurvedic is, It'll it'll be more safe.
1: Okay. Ayurveda is a, is a Sanskrit word. It's derived from two roots. Ayur means life and Veda means science or knowledge. So Ayurveda is the science of life, such a broad and holistic science. Mm-hmm. Um, typically it mainly focuses on the medicine. So it's traditional medicine. Um, you know, they call it the mother of all medicines because it's, it's, it's a medicine that's as early as nature. Okay. Um, it came with the nature. So it's, you know, infinitely old, um, years old. And yeah, it's, it's about how to live in tune with nature. And then mm-hmm. when you live in true nature also means living in tune with your own personal nature, with your yeah. own human nature. And that's where perfect health lies. So it's about enlivening people's, uh, perfect health within people and bringing them back to their natural
0: state. Okay. And when I research it, it is often associated with, um, let's say Indian mm. uh, science and medicine, mm-hmm. would that be accurate?
1: Yeah. I mean, people mistakenly call it traditional Indian medicine, yeah. but it's really universal medicine. Um, it's, it's really all around the world and especially Greek adopted, um, the Ayurvedic ways okay. a lot. Um, but yeah, it's, it's strong in India. That's because mm-hmm. of the, um, the, uh, the food aspect has kept it there. And also India is the land of the Veda, So mm-hmm. a lot of these, Um, a lot of these moments in the Vedic history and mythology happened in India. Mm. So significant moments. And that's why it's kept there in a strong way. Okay.
0: Thanks. Um, yeah. Thanks Arthur for liking. And by the way, just to be sure you can hear us well guys, right? Like if you, if one of you can say, yeah, we, we can hear well, just to make sure it's all good. Um, yeah, so. Can you, hear, can you hear well, guys, just to make sure? You just type yes, or send. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, okay, I didn't put the comment. Okay, sounds good. Uh, okay, there's one question I had, uh, which was, so you grew up here in Australia, in, uh, in Bondi Beach. How did you become an Ayurvedic practitioner?
1: Oh, basically I was, um, I was in the middle of studying architecture in university and I was in India doing Ayurvedic treatment myself just as a general preventative. And I learned about the the, the Vedic notion of Dharma. Mm -hmm. Dharma means what is your personal role in the evolution of things right now? Mm -hmm. What is the most evolutionary thing you can do right now? Is it
0: like a purpose?
1: Yeah. You can say purpose in life. Yeah. Mm. But it, but it's right now. People mistake it for Ah, Korea or like this, but it's, you know, your Dharma might be right now is to rest Mm. and and not work because Mm. you need, that's the most evolutionary thing you can do. And you know, I was a bit, I wasn't loving architecture. So, and when I read about Dharma and I learned about it, I'm like, okay, I'm definitely not Mm -hmm. going back to architecture. I said to the doctors at the clinic who not only are your medical doctor, but they are your spiritual guide. They guide you in life. Mm -hmm. And I told them this um, situation I was in and they said, come study Ayurveda with us. Mm -hmm. I just didn't think about it. I just did it. So that's how I started. And and what Uh, did you like
0: about it? About what? About Ayurveda compared for example to our Mm. Western medicine. The reason
1: I um, kind of started studying it is because when I was at that clinic, I saw so many miraculous healings. And I saw remarkable healings and, um, profound things, which Western medicine will look at and can't explain or can't fathom.
0: Okay. So do you have an example?
1: Oh, I can give you an extreme example. There's a famous treatment, um, that my teachers give only they give. It's called the banana treatment. They're Mm -hmm. actually giving it in Sydney next weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a syndrome called MRKH syndrome, it's about one in five thousand women are uh-huh. born with no reproductive organs. They're uh-huh. born with no fallopian tubes, no uterus, no. Cell- uh-huh. They can have, but they're born with that. No vagina. They're not okay. born with it. And
0: Ayurveda says mm-hmm. cellular memory you're not organs. You're, you know, you are
1: your true being has the knowledge.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So my teachers do this special treatment for females once a month they give her medicine mm-hmm. and basically she, she started growing her reproductive organs back. Okay, and, well, you know, this, this mm-hmm. MRKH syndrome, to usual mm-hmm. medicine is known as you're born with no reproductive organs, you can't have babies, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in fact, there's 14 cases at my teacher's mm-hmm. clinic where women have grown grown back their reproductive organs after being mm-hmm. born. So that's one, mm-hmm. one amazing and
0: can sound a bit ironical but it seems like with Ayurveda there are a lot of things that Western medicine can't explain and they slowly go to the conclusion of things that were written in books uh, thousand years ago right like um, especially there was that example of the Nobel Prize of medicine
1: well basically a lot of the ancient science the ancient wisdom is now being recognized by modern science And proving ancient the science is proving ancient wisdom.
0: same with meditation that uses uh, fMRI scanners mm. or or like studies on neuroscience to totally. prove it. Yeah. that it actually works. Yeah, there's so many things like yeah,
1: if you heard of leech treatment, bloodletting with leeches. You know, mm-hmm. that's a, that's one of the five most um, strong treatments in Ayurveda. It's one of the mm. panchakamas and now they use it in hospitals. Mm. 30, at least thirty hospitals alone in okay. New South Wales are using leeches in their okay. hospitals to heal the body because they can't find a better way to bring blood mm. back to the area. And Europe, they're doing it a lot. Mm. So yeah, there's yeah they're bringing, they're recognizing it okay.
0: slowly. And how much do you think we can or should use any like medicine in the Western term? Like for example, if you like if you have if you're sick and your doctor. If you're mm-hmm. your doctor says you need antibiotic to fight mm-hmm. the disease, do you yeah. think it's sometimes a good idea or...?
1: It is definitely, required sometimes mainly for the emergencies. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're going to introduce it into general health, use it as a last resort. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you get the cold, you don't need to go on antibiotics or, or western medicine. Mm-hmm. Or if you get a headache, you don't need to mm-hmm. take painkillers. You know, mm-hmm. go with the natural things because the natural things, especially the Ayurvedic medicines, which are whole herbs, they make your body do the work, make your body do the mm. healing. So, you know, if it starts getting to a chronic stage, you know, then you can start using the Western medicine in a tactical way. Okay. Not to get habituated to it, mm. but generally the Western medicine should be the last resort. It should be okay. a first resort, okay. especially with surgeries and things, you know, people getting surgeries like that, but definitely you don't want to get organs removed or, mm-hmm. you know, um, tissue removed out the body without first making your body naturally mm. do the job of healing.
0: And thanks. And to go back to more the general principles of, of Ayurveda, mm. are there like um, if you look at you know, sleep, nutrition, or this, what, what would be kind of the tips or the rules or principles mm. of Ayurveda, like maybe simple ones that we can implement in our everyday sure. life?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you just mentioned like one of the the pillars of life is sleep, Mm -hmm. heat, water. So, you know, as I said, Ayurveda is about living in with nature. So get sleep right. That's your main biorhythm. Ayurveda says to sleep before 10 p.m. Okay. Because that it's about sleeping with the elements. Mm. So at night, 10 p.m. is the earth element, 6 till 10. So you want to go to sleep with that. So going to sleep before 10 p.m. is a big one. And then waking up with the sun. That's naturally going to align with nature, and and now this Nobel Prize has said circadian rhythms, circadian medicine. That was that's what the Nobel Prize last year was won for, which means living in human nature cycles, which means mm-hmm. wake up with the sun because this morning sunlight stimulates the pineal gland to secrete mm-hmm. the right hormones. You know, helps the thyroid. Mm-hmm. So, Aveda said this long time ago: is wake up with the sun. You definitely get that energy, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. sleep is a big one. You need to sleep. 10 o'clock, undisturbed with no um, electromagnetic fields from mm-hmm. wireless devices. You know, don't have your phone in your room, don't have your Wi Fi router mm-hmm. on, turn it off because sleep is your main time for your brain to rejuvenate yeah. and your lymphatic system to drain, your body to detox, and your hormones to regulate. So much happens mm-hmm. when we sleep, and we need to get that right. Mm-hmm. People with health problems, with hormonal problems, women with um, menstrual issues, hormonal issues you've got To get your sleep right, it's so your main biorhythm mm. that will regulate mm. so much. And mm. it's not about how long you sleep, how many hours, it's about when you're sleeping. Okay, so get to sleep before 10 a.m., wake up with the sun naturally, sorry, 10 p.m., wake up with the sun naturally, sleep in a non invaded um zone. So, okay, with the, remove the phones, the Wi
0: Fi. And so, you're talking about the phone, the Wi Fi, so is that something that worries you?
1: Yeah, definitely. It's a big epidemic right now. Ah. It's 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 called electromagnetic fields, EMF, and okay. Um, they're very, you know, it's, it's frequencies from from wireless devices like phones, um, computers, mm-hmm. Wi Fi, smart TV, and of course, other external hours mm-hmm. and, and
0: departments. And so then I have two questions on this. It'd be the first one would be well, if, if there are like studies that, that show mm-hmm. it, and the second would be what can we do about it? Because
1: Yeah. So, I mean, there's some, there's, you can start mm-hmm. with and even drastic steps and if you're, you know, sick with chronic disease, because mm-hmm. these, these EMFs really influence chronic disease. They're very biologically active, these frequencies. We're very ignorant and arrogant. We don't think it affects us cause we can't see them. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can't really feel them. Mm-hmm. Some people are hypersensitive and they can feel it, but, generally you can't you need some uh, infrared goggles or you need the devices to mm-hmm. measure them but um they're very biologically active and there are studies which show or well, links it to autism you know autism as one of the epidemics of today there was one in ten thousand children were autistic in 1940 now one in 34 children
0: are autistic mm-hmm. and there's studies which show um
1: womb when the mother was exposed yeah. to EMF, it mm-hmm. increased the poist mm-hmm. man because whatever you're feeling outside the womb mm-hmm. is going to increase 20 fold in the womb. Mm-hmm. So if, if you've got, you know, two gigahertz outside your womb, it's going to be mm-hmm. 20, you know, 40 gigahertz okay. in. So okay. definitely can help. Okay. The, and are there the studies, studies you can that? look up for this? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know the studies off the top of my head, but if you go to research uh, mercola.com, Okay. He will reference or research Dr. Klinghart. Okay. Um, he's done a lot of work on this, especially um, linking to autism. And it, it causes something called okay. calcium E-flux. So excess free radicals mm. causing chronic disease. And, but things we can do to protect it. Okay, here's the simplest things. As I mentioned, turn your Wi-Fi off at night. Yeah. You're not using it. Turn it off. Yeah. And turn your phone on airplane mode. Mm. Um, another thing is... You know, when you're walking, yeah. Don't have your phone on on air have it on airplane mode. Don't
0: keep your yeah. phone next yeah. to you. Um, don't mm. have your laptop on I, your lap. T- to be fair, even on top of the health danger, just having your, your phone more in plane mode in general. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <get> used, <laughs> like it's it a good more. thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. And just, just stay away from it because it's yeah. it's really the distance you're from okay. it. So okay. even when you're sitting at a coffee having a coffee with friends,
0: mm. put it on the table.
1: Yeah. Or put on, it on, on airplane board. mode. Okay. Don't keep it in your body okay and this other step like Mm. doing a lot they're putting different insulation on their walls and you Mm. know this is
0: a more extreme step (laughs) nutrition too yeah and i'd be interested from the ayurvedic point of view Mm. what would be a good nutrition basically
1: it's simple it's live in tune with nature, mm-hmm. live in tune with the seasons. So eat mm-hmm. seasonally, mm-hmm. eat fresh foods, mm-hmm. not packaged foods.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Don't yeah. eat raw foods. Well, Be- why? Because we have this thing in our stomach, we call it Agni, it means mm-hmm. fire, metabolic mm-hmm. fire, or digestive mm-hmm. fire. And we wanna not make it work so hard. Okay, yeah. We wanna make everything more compatible
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and nourishing to it, mm-hmm. easy to digest. If we're ingesting raw foods, it's making a fire work mm. more. Why, yeah. why make the internal fire do the work? Yeah. Let the external fire do the cooking, okay. then it will nourish and feed you with nutrients and mm. energy. If it's hard to digest, which most people have poor digestion, mm-hmm. 95% of people can't digest well, um, then it's going to turn to toxins. It's not going to give mm. you nutrients. It's going to turn to undidgested food material and vitiate weak parts of the body, mm. any channel, it will clog. So, Cooked food, fresh food, seasonal food. Don't think about this grain, that nut, this fruit. Don't okay. think about superfoods. Just eat whatever's in season okay. and what's local. That's what nature's providing, what you mm. need now. So it's a simple principle. And no uh, supplements? Supplements definitely there. Yeah. But in Ayurveda, we use herbs. Okay. And it's whole herbs mm-hmm. rather than extracts. Okay. It's the whole plant. So okay. you're getting the whole intelligence. You're mm-hmm. getting the whole microbiome. You know, let's look at... T- Ingredient turmeric.
0: Yeah, 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 I, I yeah. actually do a brain compound with, uh, yeah, with
1: it's kind of BDNF brain derived neurotrophic factor yeah. builds brain cells. Okay. But why take curcumin take turmeric? It's the whole mm. plant. It's you're getting the whole, but you plant. have to eat A lot of turmeric, right? Much? To, to get you two, three, two, three, okay. three grams of powder. Mm. have it in your okay. food. Yeah. There's people, there's a study and there's, uh, doctors who Col cancer in India is very low. It's one of mm-hmm. the best rates of Cologne you People think it's because they're eating turmeric, mm. two to three grams a day mm. for all this time. And, um, yeah, have it in
0: the food. And I'd say there's one thing. So at some point I was eating only like kind of real food, clean food, and I had that discussion with a friend who takes a lot of food, which I felt was a fair point. It so I was taking only clean food because I thought, well, our body is designed to eat what nature wants to eat. So we shouldn't need supplements, mm-hmm. but it's true that our soils, for example, are not what they used yes. to be. There's been intense agriculture, yeah. industrial agriculture. So if I eat an apple now, it's not mm-hmm. the same apple as when we were hunter-gatherers. Mm-hmm. So, so his point was, which I thought was fair, was like, well, yeah, but you can't do that anyway today. Eating has... De- designed by nature so you have to take those supplements to get mm. the nutrients you need which kind of I wouldn't me. say
1: we can't do that I would say there's still ways to find yeah. wild foods and
0: mm-hmm.
1: definitely obviously they're not as rich in minerals um, uh-huh. but you can still definitely forage and there's good organic uh, food out there where mm. it's full of microbes um, but yeah it's a good point you know you do you need to look at the minerals that they're mm. taking yeah and that's again where the herbs will play a role i'd rather feed herbs rather than extract mm-hmm. those herbs have those yeah. minerals and yeah it's it's other ways not just by food you can feed that with the sun like what well, the sun hasn't changed much <laughs> it's it's not you know it's still, you're still getting the same vitamin mm. d from that and calcium from the sun and you know salt water you get negative ions um so many things, uh, mm. oil massage, you know, radar, that's feeding the microbes of the skin oils, of, you know, so it's not just food. Um, but yeah, you know, you can take, but I prefer to get from food. So get from mm. superfoods, you can call them, um, which has higher vitamin content or something rather than a concentrated
0: mm. version. Okay, I'll, I'll ask you another question, but in the meantime, I'll tell people, if you have questions, you can ask them in five minutes. So I'll type. You can ask. i um, you know, to see if there are some. And my question now would be on um, Ayurveda. So, about the fact that it was a bit more recognized now. Do you think there could be, let's say, some kind of match between, do you think there would be some kind of match between Ayurveda and and they may converge or if you and how yeah um,
1: look, it's it's still got a lot to, to go but
0: yeah. yeah it's definitely
1: um growing in mm-hmm. in the west and in india it's like being a you know they do a, a medical degree the same as a doctor it's a six mm-hmm. seven year university degree and there's they're like eight, they're like doctors you've seen a big doctor like you know like that so um, yeah, it's growing here. It's still got a long way to go and it depends on studies, you know, better mm-hmm. needs more studies to show things, but then again, studies aren't completely reliable because then again, you can have studies to show both sides of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's got some time to go, but it's more the people that come from the government system. It's the public wanting; they are more wanting uh, natural medicine, and they're wanting to be heard. they not want; they don't just want a script and not listen to it by a doctor. They want to get to the root of their problem. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to increase, and that's what's going to increase things like better to be um, mm. to be recognised. And what we're
0: doing now, for example, yeah, <laughs> and then
1: people implementing it and seeing a good practitioner or doctor,
0: mm. a doctor. And then yeah feeling good from it mm. and also what's the um, is is there an importance of meditation in Ayurveda is it like part of it's
1: it's a part of the Veda um, the Veda mm-hmm. is that body of knowledge which encompasses really everything It's mm-hmm. where yoga meditation comes from Ayurveda comes from okay. Apacha Veda which is Vedic architecture so okay. like Vedic Feng Shui so it's linked to the Veda Ayurveda mm-hmm. Does say you know it is it is important, but it doesn't really mm. it doesn't really talk much about it. It's more science based, mm. and it's more mm. on, more on the body. But definitely, meditation is an essential part of the daily routine. Mm. It should be like sleep and eating. You know, every day you have to bring your mind to that calm state of being. Mm. Definitely. So um, yeah, it's it should be integrated into everyone's mm. daily routine. It's one of the most especially if you have an effective meditation practice, such as Vedic meditation. It is one of the most evolutionary things you can do. Mm. And as me, personally, as a practitioner, if someone's meditating, that's the best thing. Yeah. Especially okay. if they're not meditating and they come to me, I, I'll give them herbs, diet, lifestyle, maybe treatments. But the thing that's going to help them the most, mm. most probably, is meditation.
0: Okay. okay. And do you do Vedic meditation? Yeah. yeah. That is what I reckon. Meditation or transcendental meditation. Right? Mm. I have a question on uh, grounding. Too. Mm. I remember, guys, if you want to ask questions, don't hesitate. Uh, mine's on grounding because uh, I, I've heard a few people talking to me about the grounding phenomenon, yeah. kind, kind of. So, what's um, is there like science behind it and, and should we be more barefoot? <laughs> yeah,
1: this is very funny. So, this is again goes alongside, um, the most recent Nobel prize, Nobel prize was won for Mm -hmm. circadian rhythms. So we're, we're right now so out of tune with the nature that we are going back to all these simple practices like they're prescribing, um, going to sleep with the sun and waking with Mm -hmm. the sun and grounding your feet on natural, um, earth and, and not even natural earth. They're designing now grounding mats. They make okay. artificial mats which give ions such as the earth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, this is for people who live in like Paris or New York City okay. where they don't get of- the chance to put their feet on the earth. So, it's for, I think it's this great mats they're saying, look, well, this is how we get on earth. So, definitely, mm-hmm. it's helpful and definitely people should be doing it, um, especially when you're in an environment like an office or a university where there's so much EMF, Mm -hmm. you need to neutralize. And if you can ground in like the beach on your feet in that salt water, that's really going to have a more profound effect. So, and it, you know, it's, it's one thing in Ayurveda to put your feet on the green grass in the early morning where the morning dew. Okay. That cools the body down. If someone has skin, excess skin inflammation or menopause or, it so takes this heat in the body, put your bare feet on the green grass in the early morning when the dew's there okay. that and, pulls you down. And what's the
0: science? It gives
1: you negative ions. Okay, So okay, yeah. it changes the,
0: the um, mm. yeah, on, on the molecular bio, biology mm. level. And so we talked a bit about yeah, nutrition, meditation, sleep, other um, grounding, the sun, are there other main tips from the Ayurvedic, I mean, there's so many so things, but yeah. We could implement in our everyday life. Yeah. Well, wh- one I'll say is um,
1: is like a self-massage is one of the daily routine things you can do. And, mm-hmm. you know, for those who moisturize their bodies, um, instead of moisturizing your body, why don't you anoint your body with oil mm-hmm. and give yourself a massage? And you can go on my website and type in self-massage. And you learn okay. to give yourself a massage. You know, better that's like, you know, we shower. One of the things is Mm -hmm. to bath, you know, have a shower every day, Mm -hmm. bath. And as well as that, you also got to anoint your body with oil and move the blood, move the lymph, calm your nervous system. You know, when you put oil on your skin, your nerve has more nervous, your skin has more nerve receptors than anything. Mm -hmm. So it's going to calm you down. And it's, it's like having a bath. You've got to do it every day. So that's a very powerful thing. And that's also very good to protect you from EMF and protect you from maybe energies. Uh, toxic relationships. It's like a layer of armor. Okay. So that's one thing people can do and, and should get into mm. it. As I said, go to my website, type in self massage and download your free poster and mm. learn how to, how to do the self massage with any oil, sesame oil, coconut oil or a medicated oil. Okay. That's one thing. There's so many things. Um, one you can, yeah, as I said, wake up with the sun, wake up and do the massage and, yeah, just
0: okay. all the things yeah. pretty simple things that's, that's one thing yeah I mean implement every day. yeah and if you have
1: I'll, I'll say another one like you can also do it before bed the massage especially mm. if they're having sleep issues okay. okay give yourself a massage before bed and then have a shower and go to sleep mm. or just do the quick version put a bit of oil on the head and then massage your feet mm. you're going to sleep you'll sleep like a baby
0: uh I've just seen thanks Arthur for your question so any recommendations, a good one, any recommendations on websites, books to learn about Ayurveda?
1: Yeah, go to my website. Uh, that's one, vitalveda.com.au and that's got um, a lot of articles and also um, the best book, I think, as an introduction is Perfect Health by Deepak Chopra. It's a really good introduction to Ayurveda. Very you know, good read. Um Deepak's a wonderful author and very simple. The only thing I'd say to be wary of is that dosha quiz. So they do a quiz to know your body type. Mm-hmm. Um, that's okay, but people get too rigid and caught up about their body types. And also, the quiz is not enough to assess mm-hmm. it. So, that otherwise, it's a fantastic
0: book. Really talks well about the daily routine. Is it a practical? Yeah, yeah, you can definitely. And um, you can... it's a really good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, those are some good starts. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, if you have more questions, don't don't hesitate. Mm-hmm. Well, I ask you a question. That's what's the question people ask you most, are things that. People wonder the most about uh, when you tell them you're an Ayurvedic practitioner. Mm. Um, right.
1: I guess they, I don't know. They don't wonder about me personally much. Mm. Um, they, people who come to me, come to me for many things, mm. but common things are stress, stress, and digestive issues. Okay and energy. People aren't Mm. having energy because they lost the ability to tap into their own source of fuel Mm. and energy. They're relying on foods or sugars, Mm. quick injections of stimulants.
0: Do you use any caffeine or never?
1: Um, I personally don't use much.
0: Yeah. I'll occasionally have a chai, um,
1: but otherwise generally caffeine and coffee is not good. Mm. Um, You know, it depends on the person. Mm. So, in Ayurveda, we kind of have body types. Okay. Maybe you've heard Vata, Pitta, Kapha. And it's depending on the elements. So, Mm -hmm. Ayurveda says there's five elements. Mm -hmm. Space, air, fire, water, earth. Mm -hmm. And everyone has different levels of these. Every plant has different levels of Mm -hmm. these. Every um, object. So, that's how we balance the health, the physiology, by bringing them in. and So... depends on the person if they have a lot of earth a lot of stability Mm -hmm. maybe a bit of sluggishness Mm. then caffeine is okay okay but if they're too much air and and space too much Mm. airy fairy those people who think a lot perhaps nervous Mm. jittery if they have Mm. caffeine or coffee they're gonna be more like that and more anxious and then if people have too much fire call the pitta if they have too much acid Mm. the coffee is going to increase the acid a lot okay and generally coffee is not i don't recommend okay yeah. you know occasionally you could have if you're if you if it's if you're mm. habituated that is not good mm. if you're relying on it for bowel motions that is mm. not good and if you really want to have it fine but uh have with the hot water mm. drink hot water a lot to rehydrate and uh, have some herbs inside or some cardamom powder to reduce
0: the effects mm yeah, yeah there's one thing can mm. be doing <laughs> I'm trying to get one only when I feel I need it yeah so uh... you
1: shouldn't you shouldn't use it for that mm. you shouldn't use it for energy okay it should you know if you want to have it and and a lot of people want it for the nourishment they like mm. it. it's actually the hot milk which they want the nourishment quality of the hot milk okay so rather have a, a hot milk like a golden mm. milk it's now popular turmeric mm. latte you know have a hot milk with some turmeric pepper and cardamom cinnamon mm. and whatever um, but yeah, you shouldn't be needed using that because if you're using that for energy, you're kind of borrowing energy, which you don't have to pay back, mm. you know, you're, okay. you're making your, you're getting energy from your adrenals, but you yeah. can't pay them back. Mm. So is it like so that lack de- of planted.
0: energies is a signal that should, um, kind of maybe respect oh. or it's like, yeah. it's like maybe oh, I have less, less energy, I should, should rest a yeah, bit. Yeah, definitely respect it,
1: honour it and don't see what also why. Mm. So it Mm. could be obvious you're stressed or you're working too much Mm. or you know, as is some issue with the hormones because that's related to all the hormones like a web of hormones. So, you know, are you are you sleeping at the wrong times? Are you not up early because getting up early is gonna give you that energy Mm. gonna help the thyroid secrete hormones more properly. Especially in women, uh, low thyroid, underactive thyroid is very common, which is giving them low energy. So, you know, the best thing to do that is to wake up with the sunrise, and the sunrise activates the pineal gland mm-hmm. to secrete. If you've got that issue, look at the sunrise. Another thing you can do is sniff either medicated sesame oil or plain sesame oil, and that will also activate the pineal gland to secrete, okay. pineal gland to secrete the hormones. So yeah, these are the fun things. And yeah, look at, that's another practice. Look, watch the sunrise. Mm. If you're depressed, mm. or if someone's depressed, whatever it takes, get them to watch the sunrise. Mm. And if you stand up or do some stretches, your body chemistry creates something that mm. you cannot be depressed. Yeah, And that is the best thing, to bring light into a depressed person. So definitely, and if you have low thyroid, depressed, just any anything, Okay, watch the sunrise more often, that's a beautiful mm. practice. And mm. if you can learn to do the sun salutation, which mm-hmm. is a set of yoga asanas, yoga poses,
0: that will be very good. Okay. Um, guys, so if you have questions, just ask now, otherwise I'll have one last question, mm-hmm. which is uh, just something very particular on nutrition, but mm. I was wondering, so I saw you were um, recommending ghee. Mm. What do you think of uh, coconut oil? Because it's been a bit Controversial some Controversial? Point. What, yeah, what because, have they said bad? bad. Um, the bad that it favoured uh, heart disease because it was, like, saturated fat. That is a big, uh, that's a big thing where
1: in the 60s they said fat mm. is bad mm. and that it causes heart disease. Mm. But that's completely bullshit. You yeah. know that the FDA took it off mm. the, um, health, heart concern list because we now mm. know that fat is not, um. Bad for you. Mm. Yeah. I saw it just for good.
0: saturated sometimes, uh, like still in a recent study actually. There was a no, this,
1: is yeah. a this is, fat is good for you, mm. good fat. Yeah. Um, and as long as you're exercising and not yeah. eating a lot like of carbs, fat? yeah, that's <laughs> <good fat. laughs> but ghee is the best fat as you asked. So ghee yeah. is clarified butter. Mm. All it is, is boiling butter and it's a completely different product to butter mm. and it is if you have a little fire, you put extra virgin organic coconut oil on mm-hmm. that fire, or extra virgin organic olive oil on that fire. The fire will go mm-hmm. out. If you put ghee on that fire, the fire roars. So, same with the digestifier. It, it kindles your digestifier and increases your metabolism. So, it's going to help digest the food when you cook with it. It's also very high in ALA, um, linoleic acid, which is good anti-cancer. It lubricates the intestines, mm-hmm. the joints. Um, the brain, you know, we mm. now have an epidemic of Alzheimer's and dementia. 50% of people watching this is going to get Alzheimer's at some point. You know, their brains deteriorate. Mm. This is again, because a big reason is the EMF, the electromagnetic fields okay. is dehydrating ourselves. Mm. So get the ghee that's so important for mm. old age and Alzheimer's and neurodegenerative diseases. And perhaps so a very impressive thing about ghee is, ghee is clarified butter. Mm. Butter has butric acid. Butric acid, that's what the name butter came from. Mm-hmm. And butric acid is what our microbes in our gut live off. Mm-hmm. They, they feed butric acid. And ghee is the highest source of butric acid in the world. So when we eat ghee, we're basically, you know, that's what our microbes produce. Okay. So they love ghee. and we know if you're a nutritionist, you should have studied that. The microbiome is so important we are mostly bugs you know 98% mm. of our dna are bugs mm. only 2% are human <laughs> okay. and so we are mostly bugs really most of our cells are microbiome and we need to feed that and pr- mm. make the good bugs proliferate mm. and don't do things to and protect your bugs because mm. if you have electromagnetic fields coming in mm. that's going to confuse the bugs and turn them into pathogens that's going to say hold on, Who's my friend? Who's my foe? Um, and they're gonna so. You, microbiome is so mm-hmm. important, and ghee feeds your microbiome. Mm-hmm. Massage with the oil feeds mm-hmm. microbiome. Kombucha, skin. yeah, kombucha okay. is good in but is mm-hmm. good, but you need to be careful, like with these fermented right. foods, okay. um, because you don't want to an ex- excess, and people with uh, excess acid, mm-hmm. you know, excess. These are very acidic things, so. Mm-hmm. And heating, so. Okay. And at the right time, you know, these fermented foods are not meant to be eaten in big quantities. They're, okay. they're condiments mm. and they're for winter. Mm. So adjust to the seasons more okay. and then everything will be in moderation and safe.
0: Okay, well, thanks a lot, Dylan. I think uh, yeah, I think we're good. So for the people, so you have that website vitalvida.com.au where you have information and if people want to see you, what are the main Treatments,
1: so many treatments. Um, I do a lot of. I do consultations first of Mm all. Um, I do pulse, so I feel the pulse and get to know the body through that and diagnose, and then I prescribe a treatment plan, a diet, lifestyle, herbs, Mm -hmm. and then I also do many treatments, um, Mm -hmm. kind of massages, treatments for the spine, treatments for the eyes, treatments for the knees, back, neck, um, liver organs, so many things. Mm -hmm. You can see all those on my website. And I've got a clinic in Bronte and I also work one day a week in Bondi. Mm -hmm. And if you're in Sydney um, this weekend, um, I'm bringing my teacher here who's offering consultation. He's a master in pulse diagnosis Mm -hmm. and he also gives a special treatment for females and we're doing a knowledge session. Yeah, you can see all that. Okay. On my website.
0: Thanks, Dylan. Yeah, thank Mm -hmm. you. And yeah, we'll end the live. I hope you guys had a good time and learned a lot of things too, and have good tips to be more healthy from now on. (laughs) See you guys. See you.